Billy Boyle. Boys, 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 boys. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What a game. I don't know why you're boasting, Gussie. Your team lost. It went to extra time. Oh, come on. No. On penalties. You wake up, Super Cup champions, Adrian! Who? Adrian. Who? We're actually... Doesn't sound like James O'Connor, mate. Doesn't sound like James O'Connor. We're actually talking about... Uh, the famous victory from the Wallabies over the All Blacks. 47 plays 26. What a game. What a game okay, and what a book. famous victory for Australian Rugby Union. Um, and, yeah, what do you have to say for yourself, Finn? It was disappointing, wasn't it? No comment. <laughs> all I'm saying is this week's going to be my revenge week. You paid <laughs> yeah, we, we were all over week. you last week and... This week is our opportunity to get on Finn right here. Only addition if you can take it. So, I'm all yep. game. 100%. Great game. Great yeah. game. Um, yeah. One of the best Wallabies performances I've seen since 2011. Probably that game in Brisbane. Radiki Samo. Yeah. Went the distance, went about 50 metres. Um, and I think the big key in that was the inclusion of James O'Connor. Jock is back. Mm-hmm. And he was pairing up with Samu Karevi in the midfield. Connecting Korobedi and Reese Hodge on the wings. Man, that team is dynamic. They are strong. They are quick. Strong backline. Great backline. He looks big. He's yeah. thick now. Hey, he looks like he's come back from the <laughs> NFL. He looks like a big boy. Thick boy. Thick boy. Thick with two C's. He's thick with two C's. I reckon there has to be a punishment if you lose the next game, mate. Yeah. Surely, surely we're devising a kind of um, plan. Something. How about this? Our... How about this? All right. If the Wallabies win the next game... Which they won't. Who knows, mate? You must have to put something on the line. What could it be? Well, I'm all ears, guys. I'm all ears. How about... I was thinking tattoo. You were thinking tattoo? I was thinking tattoo, but... How about... I don't think Finn's game for that. Proposal. Proposal. Waltzing Matilda for 24 hours. (laughs) What do we think? (laughs) I like the idea. I like the idea. You can Mm. listen to your favourite song for 20 minutes and you'll get sick of it. So... Uh So it'll be Try even better. Twenty really four don't like mm. for twenty four hours. Mm. Done. You're done. Done. Yeah. You're done. Well, I mean, wow. there may be another challenge for me if my boys don't make the final. The doggies. Uh, we'll yeah. think about that next week. That'll be I'll down the line. Yeah. Mm. No, but, um, but great game. That red card to Scott Barrett in the 39th minute changed the game. Yeah. The Wallabies no they were on top. Momentum was starting to shift a bit. Red card. Dumb play. Dumb rugby. Mm. You lose it. Fair red card. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, there's actually a lot of chat from the Aussie media saying, you know, some saying it's not a red card, it's not in the nature of rugby, rugby's gone soft. Nah, shoulder to the head. Shoulder to the head usually does it. It's in the rules for a reason. Except if it's in the world of rugby league. Yes, league. rugby league. What's happening in league? Well, that kind of tackle would be placed on report in rugby league, but in the results, in the QRL... Uh, we had some pretty outstanding results. Some oh, I wasn't expecting them. Uh, the Redcliffe Dolphins absolutely destroying the Tigers, 43-0. The Devils also beating the Pride, 62 points to 14. Well, and the Falcons and Blackhawks each gained pretty respectable wins. The Dolphins, they won 43 to nothing. Yeah. But that means they took a field goal. <laughs> when they, I have no idea. Maybe it's just a bit of a power move. Power move. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking it's a bit of a power move. Just you know, flex on the opposition that um, they can kick field goals as well as score forty points. Yeah. 
obviously that's <laughs> that's the reasoning behind it. Um, another big result was, of course, the Tweed Seagulls beating the Ipswich Jets. That was on our uh, ones to watch. Um, that was a big win for the Tweed Seagulls and race for the eight. What about the NRL? The NRL, well, of course we had... Wait, 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 wait. Of course. Of course. The mighty, mighty Warriors. I've never doubted them. <laughs> Not for a moment. Not for a moment. Not I was going to get on to the I Warriors. Know, but we have to kind of start with it. Because yeah. I have to <laughs> paint right. the picture for you guys a bit. All right. Don't mind. We're up 18-0. Yeah. Paint the picture for yeah. Nearing a shutout. Nearing a shutout. 18-0. Adam Blair, as he does. Week in, week out. <laughs> and I blink... Four minutes have passed. It's eighteen sixteen. Yep. Oh God. That's that's life as a Warriors fan, though, isn't it, Finn? You kind of you've grown to expect that um, each and every week. Look, Professional losers. You can, <laughs> you can prepare for it. I don't know. He's important. Neither do I, mate. It blows me away, honestly. Hey, you got to be good at something, right? <laughs> it's not footy, so it must be losing. The All Blacks don't win now either, so I'm pretty yeah. well depressed. Of course, um, in other results, the Broncos with a last-minute try against the Cowboys. Great finish in that one. Jakey Turpin going over for them. What a way um, to uh, celebrate new contract. Three-year contract extension. Yeah, indeed. exactly. Um, Terrible of course. Lead, though. <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible. Oh, yeah. Jakey, if you're listening to this, mate, shave it. <laughs> it's, it's a, barber, mate. It's a rotten haircut, isn't it? Um, we had the all the top four sides playing each other. So... The Roosters defeating the Raiders in probably one of the games of the season, I reckon. That is a huge, huge win for the Roosters. Oh, yeah. Because Canberra away, wasn't it? Yep, Canberra in Canberra. The Roosters haven't won there since 2010, I don't think. And, wow, they put up quite an amazing performance. How good was Teddy? Oh, Teddy was brilliant. As always. I love Teddy. He's amazing. Um, The Rabdos, of course, going down to the Storm. Seriously, who can beat the Storm at the moment? It's going to be the challenge for the... The Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much most of the results for the NRL. What about footy? Footy! Better footy. Well, my boys, after getting dem- not demolished last week, it wasn't a bad loss against the Lions, but I got given a lot of... I want to rub it in, it. but I know you're going to send it right back, so we're going to yeah. move on. And we won by 104 points against the... D- uh, not the Ds, against Essendon, what against a, the Bombers. Wow, what a formidable force 20, the Dons. <laughs> 21 goals in a row. Yeah. That's the second most of all time. And he let in 21 goals in a row. Uh, they have no idea. 21 <laughs> That's probably how it happened. Um, just... great, great wins. I mean, Hawks got a great win, Hawthorne, against uh, GWS Giants. Collingwood got a... Probably, probably like a few more points between them and uh, the Ds. Um, and then Power got a great win over Sydney and the... I mean, the Lions did what the Lions do. Saw them kick about six goals in two minutes while Excellent. I was watching on the weekend. Q Clash, great game. They in, killed it. That was in the Tuesday, wasn't it? No, that was in the Seniors. That's seniors. Well, they did play seniors the killed it. They yeah. did. Speaking, yep, so. speaking of the Twos, though. Yeah. Speaking of the Twos, the Twos played the Suns as well. Smashed them again. Yeah, but mm. the Suns, they kicked the first five. They and did. put pressure on them. Mm. And remember, this is a Lions team who are undefeated. undefeated. They are yeah. undefeated. They thought they might, oh, we've got something here. Oh. Five goals on right. Ooh, five goals on right. They only kicked ten in the whole game. So yeah. to a uh, sold out Gabba, was it? Which one? The Neville? No, I don't <laughs> think so. No, but it is this weekend against the Cats uh, for the senior boys. So yes, that'll be interesting as they take on Geelong. Um, UNSW had a massive win um, against the Thunder, um, and then Sydney smashed the Hornets. But mate, you must be feeling extra sad this week because we saw a game on Wednesday. We saw a game on Wednesday. Wellington Phoenix played 
the Brisbane Strikers at Perry Park. Who won that? Mate, you know who won already. <laughs> Do I need to say it? Yeah, go on. Brisbane Strikers won on penalties after Amazing. overtime. 2-2, go to penalties. I think it was like 5-4-6 or something. Bon Scott. Bon no. Scott. Bon Scott. Saved the penalty in extra time. Best name in the game. Best name in the game. I haven't seen a keeper quite charge a, uh, a mid-game tussle. No. Like that, remember? There was yeah. a fight on the sideline. Mm, there was, and he, he ran over, and we were giving him a look. We were standing behind the goal. We were like, mate, chuck on the gloves. And he's like, nah, mate, not, not today. Not, not today. today. He was good. Pro- he was a good sport. He's a professional. He's a professional, mate. Well, he's not, but he's a professional. <laughs> In his attitude. In his but attitude. No, that really raises the um, topic of where we need to be playing football in this country. Yeah, 100%. Because would I prefer to go to that or the A-League? 100%. Though. Oh, it's not even a question for me. Not even a question. I'll be the next The Wednesday atmosphere at yeah, those games. And I'll be yeah. there Wednesday afterwards. Yeah. Season ticket holder. We'll, after that. we'll preview those games going forward. after the interview. Mm. But, man, I mean, wow. the crowd was electric. The game was insane. Magic I've of the never, cup. I've Magic never seen anything like it. Everyone sprinting over to the other side when the penalties were on. We didn't know what side it was on, so everyone legged it across. <laughs> we were standing at the hill behind mm. one of the goals. Solo hill. Solo Not hill. A sponsor. <laughs> And no one knew where the penalty was going to be taken. Mm-hmm. We thought for sure that it was going to be our end. It's more aesthetic end. You've got yeah, the YMCA in the background on exactly the other end. the car park. Mm. But, um, yeah, when we found out it was at the other end, we had to leg it. Um, I, I don't had to sprint in a while. Yeah, I was about to say, cardio was not there. Uh, a few deep breaths at the other end, but uh, we got there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I don't know if uh, my heart was racing because of the penalty situation or because I was having a mild heart attack from running to the other side. Mild stroke. <laughs> Bit of mild stroke. Magic, think so. magic of the magic cup. Magic of the cup does yeah. that to you. Yeah, yeah. But we also have some awesome games last week. A big upset in the uh, QRU. Yep. I've been covering Premier Grade all season, looking at it quite closely. And UQ, big, big 20-point win. Who would have called it? Over the Jeeps. Defending champions, Jeeps. I didn't see this one coming. No. I don't think any of us saw it coming. No. It was a very close game. I expected a close game. It was a one-point game with 15 to go. But UQ, two quick tries. That's curtains. Yep. Jeeps, go enjoy Mad Monday. You know, it's, um, they'll join Easts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they had those last week. They're going again. They're going again. <laughs> I mean, you may as well at this Back-to-back point. Back-to-back Mad Mondays. No, good on him. Good but, work to Easts as no, well. Great result. Uh, awesome weekend of rugby coming up again this weekend. Again, we'll talk Definitely. about that later. Indeed. But um, what about the GPS fixtures, fellas? Ooh. Some big ones. You must be pretty happy, Campbell. I mean, Battle of the Wooden Spoon came up on the weekend. But who won? <laughs> rugby was the winner. It's, yeah, it yeah, seems like they. It seems us. like they were both after the wooden spoon. <laughs> I think it was a tussle. I think they were playing tug of war at halftime. Okay, this, no wait, you have it. This was between <laughs> please, please. And Churchy, by the way. Yes, yeah. yeah it's a so, bit of context. Graham and Churchy. The end score was seventeen apiece. Uh, which Graham was it? Grammar, at? Was it at Churchy. Uh, was that I was at, at Grammar, I believe. And Grammar scored a try in the last minute of the game. Kicked the conversion. I to mean, tie good on them. Get some points on. I mean, what, do they get one point for a... Uh, yeah, I, I think so. They get so in the yeah. GPS. I think yeah. three for a win. Two points two, and then two four for a win. Oh, actually, what's the GPS format? I don't know. Yeah, no idea. Um, anyway. But prob- the big result. Now, I can't say I'm surprised with the winner. I'm very surprised with the scoreline. Southport getting it done away to T-Bar. Three points to 65. <laughs> Dominate. And in the process, Southport become the first GPS team in history. So this is since 1918. To surpass 200 points after round four. They're, they're on fire. They're playing really good footy. Really the Southport School. Absolutely killing it this season. I'm keen to see where they go. They must be favourites going into the end of the season. Unbelievable side. Extremely well drilled. Just unbelievably coached. And what a great side. And it shows out on the park as they well. They are the best attacking team in the competition, clearly. Yep. 
best defensive team in the competition, probably BBC. Yep. In, two, in two of their three games, they've yep. held teams to score, to zero. Yep. So mm. they play in about two weeks, I think it is. Mm. Huge game. Huge on, game. On Old Collegians Day, old BBC Boys old, old Boys Day. Yep. So there'll be a big crowd there as well. Mm. And BBC played Downlands this week. We don't talk um, about that. <laughs> I mean, it was the seconds, so Look, you can't be upset. BBC, they rested a lot of their starters. They mm-hmm. had a lot of players who made their debuts for the first 15 and some players who coming back from injuries. Yeah, but another big result was uh, Ippy versus Nudgy. Massive game. We've yep, been saying Nudgy aren't on the pace, but they've showed they have. Uh, we've also said Ipswich are up there, um, and they've been not walked over, but... I feel like we keep doubting Nudgy every week. Keep saying, oh, they, <coughs> they'll slip up eventually. But they just continue to turn up, mm. and they just win the games when they matter most. Um, and they just blew Ipswich off the park. I think that's they a bit of optimism did. from us, isn't it? Because I think we've yeah. said this before. Nudgy, they've always been so dominant when we were at school. Yeah. Mm. So to see them slightly vulnerable, and I use that word lightly, mm. it's you know it's it makes for interesting conversation. It certainly does. And we had a great guest this week, boys. Oh. Anthony Corey. Yep. How good. Former Brisbane Lions player, former Collingwood player. He's a bit of a good luck charm. Both oh, years yeah. he joined the club. So first year he joined... Lions, they won the flag. And first year he joined Collingwood, they won the flag. We consider ourselves a bit of a good luck charm, you know. We had Fraser on the potty. Yeah. Uh, brothers got the win the week after. So, I mean, who yeah. knows? Lions might get this win. He says a lot of good stuff, but what does he say? I guess they'll have to find out, right? Yeah, you'll oh, have to find out. Yeah, right. Mate, that's, that's a plug and a half. <laughs> anyway, here's Anthony Corey. We're down here at the Kenmore Bears Aussie Rules Football Club with Anthony Corey. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Awesome. You got baby in one arm, Mike in the other. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. I, uh, she uh, picked her up from daycare and um, yeah, came down here to see you, fellas. No problem. Bit of multitasking. No problem. Yeah, Father of the year. Multitask. Father of the year, I say. So, former or ex Brisbane Lions player, Collingwood player. What was your time like at the Lions? Yeah, look, it was it was pretty good. Um, they they were the guys that gave me the opportunity, or the footy club that gave me the opportunity to relocate from Darwin um, and, and move down to the big city. Um, at the age of 18, though, it's uh, I went from having literally nothing um, in regards to sort of monetary to um, having a, a lot and, uh, you know, spend it stupidly. Um, other than that, though, like, you know, um, I was able to sort of learn off uh, the Indigenous um, players there, like Chris Johnson and Ash McGrath and Daryl White, um, and to become the person I am now, I guess, uh, and, and mentoring the people, or the the people that I work with now. So yeah. And how big of they, or how big a role did those guys kind of play in your career? Oh mate, look, I in in the f- first year, I um, almost sort of threw it in and wanted to leave because um, I had a, a, a ruptured finger, um, and they were like, no, no, yeah, stick it on, stick it on, so, you know. So, um, and then sure enough, the year after, I got um, to, was able to de- debut um, against West Coast. Um, and then from there, it's just, yeah. yeah. So. so you were injured in your first season, 2003? 2003, I was injured, ruptured the uh, right finger. Um, yeah, so I was uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, so you played your first game of AFL at quite a young age. Um, what was it like going out onto a big stage like the Gabba, um, playing in front of thousands of people? 
Yeah, well, the first game I played was um, over West Coast. And, um, you know, oh, yeah, that's so, a tough one to win. Yes, yeah. and also, but in saying that, though, like you're playing against the, like the West Coast greats and Ben Cousins and uh, Chris Jard and stuff like that. So uh, that was, you know, it's, it's a bit daunting, but you don't really notice it um, because you're just focusing on just playing. Especially for a club like Brisbane as well, because a lot of the games obviously are interstate compared to a Melbourne side. So do you get kind of used to playing? Is an interstate game almost a home game in that stage? So, uh, sometimes. Like, uh, when you're up here, it's fine. When the lines were going well, uh, you could hear them down in Melbourne or, you know, anywhere you go. Um, and I guess I was privileged enough to play three games with Collingwood. And, yeah, look, I played the Collingwood-Carlton game and there was 85,000 people. You wow. know they're there. So, at the G. So. Yeah. Well, in your, uh, in your first year, you're at the Lions when they're in their prime. So what was it like to be part of that locker room? Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah. the, the, the hardest part was, man, is I literally sort of came into two footy clubs at their at their peak. So Collingwood, uh, well, Brisbane to start off with, um, and then Collingwood um, in 2010. So, uh, but, you know, you learn you learn a lot, um, especially from the two coaches in Lee Matthews and Mick um, at Mickey Moldhouse. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, I learned a lot. Uh, yeah, so and I, I sort of brought it down to um, the the grassroots level. Speaking of Lee Matthews, what was he like as a coach? I've heard he's a pretty scary bloke, a uh, bit intimidating. Yeah, you have to make conversation with him. So yeah. you literally will have to sort of walk through the corridors. Back in the day, the old lines. Uh, <laughs> back in the day, the old Someone lines. Someone just waved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting recognised. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put that over social media. Post, Instagram post, Instagram post, free publicity for us. Um, so, I guess the, the big part was is um, you know Lee, Lee sort of wanted to sort of you to make that conversation to be approachable to him, um, and yeah, it, he he was a hard taskmaster. But in saying that though, he had structures, and if you played by those structures and you wanted to learn, he'll teach you. Would you say that was quite similar to the approach of Mick Malthouse? Sort of. Mickey, Mickey was a bit more of a, a larrikin, um, you know, comes into the um, uh, lunchroom and you know, burns you with a tea, tea t- teaspoon or whatever, um, you know, just to have a bit of a laugh. Um, but then, you know, when it comes to football, it's, you know, footy. So, yeah. well, perfect. And so you came into, so Collingwood won the flag in 2010 as well. So yeah, you so came into both clubs. 2009, uh, I got traded to... Um, Collingwood, um, and then uh, 2000, oh, sorry, 2009, and then 2010 was my last year there where they won the premiership, but they had the likes of Didac, you know, Leon Davis and stuff like that, so I was playing the same similar role, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, and you mentioned, <laughs> those things. you mentioned that you, um, in your first year, you did your finger, did you do that in a, like, NEFL game or anything? Yeah, like just that? a, just a uh, reserve, oh, a NEFL game now, yeah, it's called NEFL now, reserve back, back then. in the reserve grade. Um, went to tackle someone and felt my finger wouldn't bend and yeah, my tendon rolled all the way back into into the, um, into the finger. So. And how have injuries impacted your career overall? Mate, if it wasn't for injuries, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Um, only because, you know, once I did my first uh, ACL, um, I had to listen, you know, make sure that I was getting something on the outside um, in regards to work-wise. Um, went and did a Cert 3 in individual, su- um, sorry, Cert 3 in uh, education support um, and then went into and did a diploma and stuff like that. So, you know. Now, you talked about how professional sides like Collingwood and Brisbane were and how good they were in their prime. 
were you able to bring back any of those tips and tricks from those sides and replicate it uh, at the Kenmore Bears? Oh, no, not necessarily. Because it's sort of a semi-amateur, um, semi-amateur, it's an amateur uh, thing. It's more of a come down, have a kick, and yeah. drink a couple of beers after the footy train. <laughs> yeah. um, That's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah uh, look, but, you know, we, we have our zones and stuff like that, mm. exactly the same, um, pressed up. Uh, footy, footy nowadays is, um, I guess, um, gone into sort of that... Uh, soccer mentality, yeah, um, where where you know they look to switch the footy and that the f- that forward has to push up onto the mark and, and make sure they go back or slow them up. So do you see similar signs from the Lions team when you were playing to now by any chance? I know it's different coaches yeah, and whatnot, oh, look, but I, I think they just they're playing for the coach, and that's the big part is is that if you if they if players are playing for the coach and for the structure, they're going to go a long way. Hmm. How much of an impact does the coach have on that? So like Chris Vega and stuff like, like that. Yeah, look, and I, I've I've spoken to sort of blokes within the uh, uh, in, within that footy club, and they've they've said, look, you know, it's what they've got in place, and you know, I've watched them train, and they do a lot of match sim. So yeah, no, that's good. Mm. And you see that a lot at footy clubs as well. Like you saw 2016, my doggies. Luke Beveridge, not the most experienced coach, but they won the flag that year. Well, he was at, he was at Collingwood. Exactly. So when you were there? Yeah, with the player development. Oh, office. wow. Uh, so he was, he, he was a good bloke. Yeah, what's yeah. he like? He's not too bad. He's pretty laid back. Like you, like you see, like I think what you see is what you get with him. Um, he's a bit of a you know, larrikin as well. Seems like a character. Yeah, yeah. 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 loves it. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. And you talk about like coaches and impactful members at clubs. What type of impact are you trying to make down here at Kenmore? Oh look, um, oh, man. I guess it's just more about a legacy. Um, you know, I, I don't have much left in my legs. Um, you know, uh, and it's I guess one of those things is the big part is is trying to bring these two footy clubs together, uh, Sherwood and and Kenmore. Um, you know, they're probably the the, the two big um, senior footy clubs within the Western Corridor, um, followed by the Jindalee and then uh, Ipswich. Uh, but you know, if I, I believe that what they should do is knock one of those hills down over there and build a massive sports club and mm. have these two footy cl- uh, two footy ovals operate at the same time, um, you know, and and people win win and uh, who knows? Yeah, uh, similar to a facility you'd see yeah, like Aspley yeah, or Cooperoo or yeah, something like that. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So look, uh, and and that won't happen because there's a bit of uh, uh, to and throwing. Um, but yeah, look back to that question, man. It's just more for me. It's you know. I just want to make long life friends and, and people that you know want to sort of I guess have a beer with me and sit around and have a bit of fun. So mm. and in terms of legacy, you've mentioned um, what you want to do and what you've been doing for Indigenous um, players and Indigenous communities. What kind of impact are you having on that? Do you think? Oh, I hope I hope it's a good one. Mm. Um, well, look, uh, these guys here at Kemmel have brought on the Indigenous round, so we have an Indigenous jumper we wear, um, and we have it. Um, we we uh, asked the footy, oh not the footy club, the um, AFLQ um, to have it on NAIDOC week, so either at the start or at the finish uh, on the Saturday, uh, and we have a massive celebration. Um, this year we had uh, dancers come down and do a welcome to country for us, um, and then. Uh, yeah, we've got a couple of fellas um, come down from, um, or one young fella from Anala, uh, rugby head, um, loves his rugby league and he gets a footy and he steps like he's playing rugby league. Um, and then we've got a young fella from Darwin who's just relocated down out to Springfield. 
So yeah, no, we're getting a bit of bit of traction within the indigenous. It's community funny watching here. rugby players play AFL because they tuck it under the arm, and then they're like, oh, "Got to bounce it." <laughs> well, well, here we have a lot of guys who used to play senior um, rugby for brothers. Oh wow! Um, so there's a couple of lads, or not a couple. There's a, probably fifty percent of our team used to go to um, Terrace. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know we don't I like Terrace. No, like oh, but but then again, we've got BBC as well. So oh, yeah, um, that's good. Yeah, we got, <laughs> we got a bit of mixture here. So, um, but yeah, there's a couple of lads um, that have come down and um, apparently are pretty good. Well, why did they make that transition from rugby to uh, AFL? Good transition. I, I, think, <laughs> I think it's just um, to play with mates. Mm. That like, I I started here oh, in 2014, I think it was, and and we had three sides then: uh, a, a thirds, a two, a seconds, and, and, a, and a first. And um, we started dwelling away, and players would come and go like transit of players. This time around. Um, you know, we have a new captain here, um, a new coach as well. I was coach back then, so I might have been too hard. Um, but we got a new coach and a new captain, and ever since then we've had a just a a, a massive in influx of players um, with a variety of backgrounds. So fantastic! Yeah. And you talked about indigenous players before. We're seeing a lot more representation in the AFL, particularly than we ever have before. And you see with Brisbane players, especially like um, Charlie Cameron and uh, Alan Christensen and these kind of players, how big of an impact did they make? Like, make especially with Charlie Cameron's form, um, how big are they important? How important are they? I important within community or yeah. important just on the field and for the team? Um, community. <laughs> but, yeah. community. So, so look, I, I, I reckon here in Queensland, probably not as big. Um, only because we're not a AFL background, um, but within sort of remote communities such as um, you know uh, Port Hedland or um, you know, Broome or you know, Nullumboy or something like that, people would name that kid after Charlie Cameron or you know Simon Black. Um, I know Simon Black's not black, but there is a Simon Black up in the Tiwi Islands uh, running around playing footy. So that that sort of stuff happens, um, and and you know. People, indigenous people worship sport. They worship sport, not just AFL, not just rugby league, but they just love mm. sport. And you were a part of the uh, AFL's Indigenous All-Stars side in 2003 and 2005. What was, like, uh, what was that like for your career? Was that a really important part? Oh, I mean, it, it's, it's good just to represent the, um, your, your mob or you know, your, the, the tribe. Um, the other thing is, is that the week before that, we got to hang out with the 50-odd 50, 50 uh, indigenous players within the um, within the system, yeah. um, and yeah, that that even sort of was awesome because you know you got to hang out and drink a few beers and you know play the guitar and have a sing along and stuff like that and do a lot of educational side of things as well. Um, the AFL nowadays is uh, is very good in making sure that players have a a day off in the, you know, and that's used to. Um, do a bit of work or volunteer or study or stuff like that. So at the moment, I'm talking to the welfare manager at the Lions to try and get the Indigenous boys um, to work with our company, Serena Russo, um, one, 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 once a month uh, just to come out and you know help sort of with the mentoring. So mm. it'd be something different for them and probably an eye-opener. <laughs> Definitely. And what's your work with Serena Russo like or Serena Russo like in terms of 
impact on indigenous communities and whatnot. Yeah, man, look, I I look after people that are, or not, I look after them. I help um, and support them and guide them into employment, um, especially guys who have been sort of generational dependency on welfare or, or new start allowance. Um, it's a tough gig because you know we are, we're able to get them a, or able to get our mob a interview. Um, they go to the interview, uh, they get the job, but just don't show up the first day. Um, or you might have a, a 18 year old kid who gets a traineeship, and you know their parents are you know at home not doing anything, not working, uh, and they're the sole breadwinner. So he's an apprentice getting 18 bucks an hour, uh, and his first paycheck, and he's parents taking it off him so it, it look it, it's it's tough but it's also rewarding um you know we, we have a lot of good news stories and and stuff like that and and i guess like i was saying back before is a lot of people come up and say oh you know you do a good job um you know we we want to go to serena russo because of you or you know my my brother told me about you or something like that so and that's probably i sa- i feel you know i've done a good job so that's how i and what's the know, toughest part of the job with that kind of thing waking up I guess the the toughest part is trying to break and and that's a cliche word break the cycle Um, and and, you know getting people to understand or not not just people but I guess the the society in itself Australian society uh, understand that you know there are people out there not black white Chinese doesn't matter um, that have difficulties Um, it's just sort of like I guess nurturing them to become mm. what they want to become. And what's the best part? Oh, mate, getting people jobs, um, seeing them sort of grow within their job. Uh, I spoke to a young girl today. Um, she's sort of started at Woolworths. Um, she started at Woolworths, and uh, she's now, you know, getting full-time hours um, and you know looking to become a, uh, a um, team leader. So you know that's that's a that's a good story. Uh, it's taken about a year, but she's still working. So, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the future looking like for Anthony Corey? Ah, uh, look, uh, I won't. Be, I don't think I'll be playing next year. Uh, no, come back. <laughs> no. Oh, well, look, we, we've got a final this week, so um, knockout final. We lost our qualifying final, so we got a knockout final this week at home here. Um, but yeah, look, I I guess continue to work with my um, people, um, especially in the indigenous space. Um, yeah, might have another kid. Who knows? See what the <laughs> wife thinks. Uh, but yeah, other than that, mate, just cruising, cruising well, through life. Even if you hang up the boots, what about coaching? So you've done that before. Get back into it and continue. <laughs> yeah, look, with the uh, that that's that's true. I um, you know, I I I've, I've thought about it. I I've done this for the last probably. What, what am I? Thirty-five. Who <laughs> counts? Seventeen, seventeen years, like just non-stop AFL. Yeah. Um, you know, and and the wife sort of, I guess we've been together close to nearly fourteen to thirteen years of it, um, and you know she made a comment the other day going, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I, "I hate football." Um, you know, you live and breathe. However, you have to have football in your life. Yeah. Um, but you know, what can you do without taking up all this time? Construct that balance. Yeah. Then yeah. that's it. That's the hardest part now because I've got a little one, and you know, it's just one of those things where. And when she sort of probably grows up to be uh, seven, then I can start doing what I want to do, sort of thing again. So you get your life back. Future AFLW player. Then. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, she knows how to kick it so far, so that's all right. That's good. That's good. That's all I needed to do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And how important is a sport like AFL 
um, two remote communities, say in Port Hedland and Broome, up north where you're in Darwin or um, Northern Territory. How important is AFL to the Right. I, I, AFL is live and breathe up there. Mm. Um, you know, they'll people will walk around or our mob will walk around with um, Coke bottles or whatever, just kicking it. Um, mm. You know, I remember back in the day when uh, we were playing footy or we'll try and play footy within our corridors of our house uh, in the hallways um, with a stubby cooler, just kicking it around, um, trying to have snap kicks, uh, acting like we're Michael Long and, you know, Magic McLean. Uh you know, a- AFL up there and, and in the remote communities itself is a, a massive part of um, you know our indigenous culture. Well, was it always the plan for you to try and go pro then, or was it just kind of like a thing to do? Ah, oh, man, I I have I have one regret with school, and that is um, not completing year twelve. I went through year twelve and failed, um, and I've got asked to go back to year twelve because I had just English to complete. Um, and yeah, I literally said, literally said no, no, no. I, I want to play AFL, you know, stuff school. Um, and you know, when you think about it now, you're like, oh, well, you know, I, I could have went to year twelve and you know got a HSC and become a school teacher while I was you know doing this and blah, blah, blah. But um, I've all, I always wanted to play footy, AFL. Um, the, the other thing was is that I used sport to get out of school, so, yeah. Is there any advice you'd give to youngsters looking to play AFL in the future? Always have a plan B. Mm. Um, that's that's the big part. Like, a lot of people think um, uh, being an NRL or an AFL or a basketball star, um, you're going to have all this money and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, you're one injury away or, you know, one silly decision away from losing all that um, in, in a hit. So, you know, just making sure that everything in the background's all right. Um, and then the other thing is don't let people burst, um, not, I guess, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do anything. Mm. Um, you know, you can do it. And also don't let people um, tell you what to do in, in regards to saying, oh, you know, buddy, uh, if you're an academy or something like that, you know, oh, you're the best player, blah, 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 blah. just continue to work on your weaknesses. But if AFL's so big and they're in academies, then how do you kind of calm them down or how do you get them to concentrate on school? It's the parents. Yeah. <laughs> it goes back to the parents. Look, you got some parents that are really good and just take a back seat and let the coaches take over um, when they're out training, but then you got your parents who just do the old helicopter. Um, you know, you got told to do this, work on this, work on that, and you're like, oh, come on. You know? So um, the other thing is, is that, you know, if... If they go through the academies from under 12s all the way to 18-year-olds um, and they don't get drafted, then you know then they've got to look out for other options. So that's why I always talk about having a plan B. Mm. And what's the process of being seen as a player from remote communities, Northern Territory, lots of scouts around? What's the process? Oh, mate, I was actually pretty lucky. Um, Magic or Michael McLean was my coach um, up in Darwin. Um, yeah, and... He got me over from uh, my junior footy club to come and play for his, and his sons were getting looked out for father-son because um, he played for the Brisbane Bears and Footscray. So the Brisbane Lions guys came over to watch. And um, Back in those days, you can play under-18s and back up and play seniors. So I, I was able to play under-18s at full forward and kick 11 and then play on the wing and kick another four. So the Lions scouts were there, and they're like, oh, this guy goes right. And sure enough, I um, played in the... Um, 
NT or not the national titles um, in Melbourne um, and yeah, end up winning the best and fairest down there and the line sort of said, yeah, take you on. So, yeah. Well, what was that like? Because that must have been the first time you were really in a professional environment because it must have been like that, right, if you're travelling interstate? Oh uh, yeah, look, we we were we were like we we're on holidays, you know. Yeah, uh, little fellows from Darwin um, going down. Um, we were staying in the univer- Melbourne universities in the dorms down there, and uh, had a bit of fun, you know. So um, uh, we used to go and go down to the markets and stuff like that. So it was sort of like a holiday for all of us. But then you know when it was footy, it was footy. So I think because that year we won the um, uh, the division, the division two um, championship. Um, yeah, and, and had a bit of a ball, so yeah, it was good. And how was it to represent your state? Mate, look, that's the best thing. I, I've that's probably one thing I hope I was able to do, but I couldn't. Was represent the uh, NT Buffaloes or Northern Territory Buffaloes um, in in their uh, representative games. Um, but yeah, so but you know we did it through the juniors and stuff like that. So yeah, hey, there might still be a chance. Might still be yeah, a chance. Yeah. Chuck the boots <laughs> on. <laughs> 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 Mate, I'll hobble along. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Anthony Curry, you've been excellent. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, man. Appreciate awesome. it. Thanks, guys. Bloody hell, boys. How good was that? Great. Unbelievable. Guys, what are you what saying a great bloke. the Indigenous community too oh, and how much yes. AFL could mean to them, I think. So oh, yeah. important. And it's really interesting. He was telling the stories of, you know, kicking stubby coolers up the yeah. hallways oh, yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, I remember great stories stuff like that too. Yeah. Uh, just any, it's just great. It's great. great. Yeah. Um, and even in AFL for the Lions, they've got a massive game this weekend. You know, they're playing. It's one v two at the Gabba, sold, sold out. out crowd. Yep. Lions have won eight of their last games. It's looking. I don't know. Everyone's talking about the Lions not being a you know favorite for the finals. They're not going to make the finals. They won't win. Everyone's saying, oh, they won't win the flag, but they'll they'll be in the finals. Obviously, they'll be in the finals, but oh, they won't win a flag. Can they win this weekend? Real test They're for the them favorites. this weekend, yeah. Are they? Yep. It's they the are the favorites. I think According you'd expect to that. unnamed betting company, look, they look, are the favorites. It might be a good thing for the Lions if they do lose. Could be. Because I think their biggest strength going into this final series could be to be that undervalued. Mm-hmm. And it makes a difference. You, the underdog, great. yeah. I mean, you saw with the Doggies in 2016, I know I keep bringing it up, but being not necessarily the favourite does help you a lot of times. you got no, you got nothing to lose. Yeah, you go under the radar. They were yeah. seventh, weren't they? They, they were seventh and they won the flag that year. So why can't the Lions win it from two? Well, that being said, so we're talking about the Lions and Geelong and I guess even Richmond. Yeah, they've got a massive game yeah, too know, against the Weagles. You know, anyone can win it. You make that... The Weagles. The Weagles. That's what <laughs> I call them. You anyway. make that top eight, you're in contention. So uh, mm. what about mm. the twos? Twos, so they are playing a massive game, the Lions. Uh, they're flying down to uh, Sydney for this week. They're playing the GWS Giants. Both of the Queensland teams, um, or two of the Queensland teams, are flying down. Three teams, three Queensland teams, no, only two are flying down to um, Sydney. So the Gold Coast Suns, um, number twos, and the Neeful play Sydney Swans twos. Lions play Giants. Redland Bombers play UNSW. Um, Thunder play Southport, so they're coming up. Oh, no, no, Southport are going down there. And Canberra Demons are playing... Hornets and Hornets are travelling. So, a lot of really awesome games. Um, oh, there's a lot. A lot of good ones. I think the ones to watch would definitely be Lions, Giants. That's a great one. Yep. And obviously, Suns, Swans. Um, Canberra Demons looking to make their claim as well. Um, as well as the Hornets. Exactly. So, that'll be a massive game. Do you want to go over it a third time? Or? <laughs> um, so, the GWS Giants <laughs> and the Lions. <laughs> Alright, on a league. Okay. On a league. Yeah, on to 
the greatest game of all rugby league. It is a game because keep in mind, remember a few years ago, there was an official vote to determine if a league would be recognised as right. an international sport. Okay. And it wasn't. It lost out to no word of a lie, pole dancing and foot golf. Hey, don't so, you dare talk about pole dancing badly. I'm not, mate. It's <laughs> pole dancing <laughs> or foot golf. <laughs> foot golf. Pole yeah, dancing. They're recognised sports. Pole foot golf. <laughs> but it is. There's a lot of classes. So, Gussie, I get you're trying to have a go at me by saying league's the greatest game of all, but it is. <laughs> it's a sport because it's a game. It is. A it game. is no. It's the greatest sport it's of a, all. It is a great Right, hobby. okay. On to results from the QRL. Um, sorry, on to previewing round 21 Glad you of the up. QRL. Mm-hmm. We've got big game of the round, um, the one everyone will be looking out for, first versus fourth. Um, the Sunshine Coast Falcons and the Townsville Blackhawks. And we hope, we've got Tommy Gilbert in yes. the Blackhawks. We hope he does well. But yes. The Falcons are Massive bloody game. good. The Falcons are looking... Like premiership favourites right now, you and still can't deservedly so because they've, they've got a lot to play for too. Remember, they're trying, to, they're trying to climb up the ladder. Yep. Because um, every <laughs> spot above fourth would help them immensely. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely would. Yep. Um, another good game in in that round would be the Bears. Pride Bre- Bears are trying to solidify their spot in the top four. Um, we've got the Winner Manly Seagulls against the PNG Hunters, and what about Seagulls. The Seagulls and the Tigers, the Tweed Seagulls and the Tigers, they're both, yep, sixth versus seventh, um, both trying to fight for a spot in the top eight, um, solidify a spot in the top eight, more like. Um, So that should be a good game as well. Mm. Got a massive weekend in the QRU, though. We got the finals. This is finals. This is grand finals weekend. So we're not going to talk about how the Warriors are going to beat the Roosters. <laughs> Do you really well, want to talk can, about that? No, Do you we can go there. We can we can talk about it, Finn. We can talk about it all day. I'm sure um, you want to talk about uh, it. Uh, I do definitely. Well, if we are going to talk about it, we may as well. Um, we've no, got. Can we, I say my piece, please? Uh, the Warriors. Get on with it. You. The Warriors are coming <laughs> off season best form of one win in a row. So Jesus. That's not actually factual, I don't think. I didn't think. think it was. I really hope not, actually, but it very well could be. <laughs> but um, big test for the Warriors. But no, let's move on to rugby. No, no, we'll continue. So the <laughs> the Roosters and the Warriors, of course, that's a, a big game in the NRL. Um, we've got the Broncos and Panthers Friday night. Um, that is probably the biggest game of the Broncos season coming up. Um, it's a battle for top eight spot. And Storm Raiders, another top four battle there. Well, it's the same thing with the Warriors. There's a few teams, there's about five teams who are there or thereabouts yep. for the eighth spot. You lose, you're pretty much gone. So, yep. interesting stuff. Anyway, rugby union. Rugby union. A sport which is a sport, officially <laughs> recognised as such. Um, Not a very good one, but let's continue. Get out, Matt. <laughs> Premier grade finals this weekend. So, just as we've had the last two weeks, a weekend of rugby action at Ballymore. Which Ballymore. Is this is probably going to be the last few games there. It is the last game before the redevelopment, um, the last final series before the redevelopment. But on Sunday, obviously, the game is going to be the Martin Premier's brothers taking on last year's runners-up in UQ. Now, the students, they're coming into the grand final. It's their fourth straight grand final. They've only won one of their last three. So can they do it? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure about I this. I don't have all the answers, Gussie. I just don't know. I'm 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 honestly not sure about this. It could go either way. Um, I I reckon brothers will just get um, over the top of UQ on the day. Um, I I just think they've got too much quality. Mm. Um, players like Fraser McWright, 
um, I think they'll just be too strong for UQ. But you never know. On the day, UQ are in good form. They've won um, eight straight now, isn't it? Yep. So, yeah, you never well, know. On day one, right, tomorrow, we've got a great, great day of rugby. It's a jackpack mm. schedule. <laughs> That's what we call <laughs> Dude, in the business so a fallback, my friend. <laughs> um, including, I think, game of the day. Fittingly, the final game of the day, the women's final. That'll be between massive. Between Sunnybank and the Western Bulldogs. Yeah. As women's rugby has come a long way. I think it has. Mm. We've seen that with the sevens team. Um, and it's pretty well, it's pretty much the same with the 15s girls. Mm. So that'll be a great game to go see. Yep. yep. And uh, obviously the Colts games too. So interesting. Massive big, weekend. Big weekend of rugby ahead. We encourage everyone to get down there. Yes. We'll be down there on Saturday. We will. We will. Should be good. And um, what else is there? Jeeps rugby. GPS. GPS rugby. GPS rugby. Um, a few big games in this one as well. Ipswich. Um, yep. Yeah, game of the round, of Play course. BBC. BBC Ipswich. Probably yeah. BBC is their, fir- it's their first real test yep. of the season. Now, we'll see how that. That's not to speak downly or whatever on the teams of the last few weeks, but. Um, Ipswich, they're a contender. They were talked about as a contender before the season started. Mm. So yep. here we go, BBC. They, they, they had a massive it? game last week. Can oh, you then to yeah. zero. They're coming BBC. off a yeah. Ipswich are coming off a loss to Nudgee, of course. Yeah. We'll just see how they can uh, rebound after that game. Um, I'm sure they'll put up a massive fight, and there's no easy win in GPS competitions. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure a lot of people will be down at uh, Brisbane Boys College, Miskin Street, um, to. Watch that one. It'll be a great game. Um, another big one in that one is, um, I think, is Nudgy and TGS. Yeah. Um, it is at Ross Oval, so I'm, I'm expecting Nudgy to get up there. Uh, but you never know. GPS Rugby. Any given Saturday. Speci- yeah, yeah. And we keep we keep doubting Nudgy, but... They, they're not <laughs> giving us any reason to doubt. No, they keep turning up, so... I just Googled that. Downly is not a word, which I said before. Downly? And why? <laughs> Let's move on. Finn Downley Morton. Maybe that's the new Jack Pack. <laughs> Not quite Jack Pack. We're down with the Australian under 20s <coughs> That can't be topped, can This is true. This is yeah. true. I mean, have I made any stuff ups yet? Apart from repeating things twice, repeating things twice. Yeah, you've got you got a bit of short-term memory loss, don't you, Campbell? You know, I don't think I've made things. any mistakes <laughs> except for repeating things twice, repeating things twice. <laughs> bit of dementia. Onset dementia. No, guys, but... All right. We're <laughs> talking about rugby. What? Now, I have to talk about it. Mm. All Blacks, Wallabies, Eden Park, 33-year hoodoo for Mm. the Wallabies. All Blacks haven't lost there in 25 years. Mm. Massive game. It'll be big. Massive Massive game. game. Both teams have named their, well, teams, named their list. Big changes for the All Blacks. Two new wingers, George Bridge and Sevi Reese, come in for Rico Ioni and Ben Smith. Mm. It's... Wow. Owen Franks has been dropped. It's it's huge. But the Wallabies, they'll be boosted by the news of the Tong and Thor. Yeah. The Tong and Brothers Thor boy. Extending his contract for a further four years. So yep. that's great. With news. Rugby Australia. With, with Rugby Australia. How good. Yep. Great stuff. Oh, we wish Rugby Australia all the best and the Wallabies all the best. Um, obviously, you don't, but we do. <laughs> um, We're hoping for a, another win. I think. We get the bladders low back. Probably not as comprehensive as the first one, but it definitely it'll will. it'll definitely be closer, closer encounter. But uh, only a couple of yellow cards this weekend, no reds. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. we'll see. Um, I'll see if we have a French referee or not. I, think I just want to finish <laughs> on the <laughs> finish on the NRL Hall of Fame. Yeah. Now this was only brought in last year, but this is great news. We've had four players inducted, including two yep. New Zealanders. Before this year, there was only one Kiwi in the Hall of Fame, but now two of my childhood favourites. 
Ruben Wiki and Stacey Jones. Yep. They've been inducted. Two as, great players. As well as Ray Rabs Warren. Yes. Been inducted as a commentator, broadcaster. So Great to see. Great, great Listening to, see. to him on the TV my whole life. What a great commentator. I think so, he yeah. deserves his spot in there. He as certainly well. does. Maybe we might be there one day. Probably not. <laughs> anyway, if you want to keep in touch with us, you can uh, follow our Instagram at underscore beyond the sidelines underscore, our Facebook at beyond the sidelines, and our Instagram, uh, sorry, our YouTube is the same. Um, you can also get us on anywhere you listen to podcasts. We've actually just been added to Apple Podcasts, so that's an addition. You can Amazing. find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, anywhere. If you have any questions, let us know. And Finn's got one more thing I to say. I just finish with this. Guys, really can't stress it enough. Get out to Perry Park next Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Yes. To see Olympic take on Adelaide United. They're, they are a team who have won the FFA Cup. Yep. Good team. A-League side. Great atmosphere. We'll all be like there. It. You can check it out. Make an appearance see this us. week, are you, mate? You might have an assignment or something today. No. <laughs> no. Where are you You know, I do a lot. here, anyway. I do Look, I'm pretty committed to a lot of different things. Oh, okay. So okay. We get us. it, we get it, we get I've, it. You guys, you know, you may be second or third in line just in my commitments. Pink. Yeah. Mm. You're just a little mm. off to the side there. But anyway. With a little potty call. But yeah. We'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there on the solo hill. Bit of a potty call. When you, want, when, you want a, when you want a podcast and chill or something like that. Podcast that's and who, chill. That's who you call. Yep. No. Anyway, on that note, thank you very much, Anthony <laughs> Corey, and thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Woo!